0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda, and I'm here with Dr. Linda Marquez, my amazing co-host. And we have a guest today. And today it's about weight loss according to your body type. So it's a topic that I'm super interested in. It's a topic that I uh, have a tremendous uh, interest in general. And uh, of course, something that is very re- relevant for today's times as overweight uh, rates and obesity rates are uh, through the roof. And even with the quarantine, a lot of people were kind of uh, not doing as much exercise or perhaps uh, doing a lot of the things, the healthier choices, making the, the healthier choices. So um, obesity and overweight uh, rates are just uh, going up higher and higher and higher. And um, as as a matter of fact, when I was practicing in clinic, I I probably had only 1% of patients that were normal weight. Everybody else was above uh, what, quote unquote, what it's normal. And so uh, today it's all about how your body type impacts weight loss. And Dr. Linda, how are you? And I'll let you introduce our amazing guest today.
1: Hello, happy Wednesday. It's good to see you, Fernanda. Um, I'm doing amazing. I'm always looking forward to our with our wellness Wednesday inspiration podcast, because we learn so much from others, but not only that, just bringing information to, to our audience, something new, something different. And as you were mentioning weight loss, that is such a huge broad topic. And it seems like people are always on a diet and that's kind of my, You know, my generalization is I see so many patients that that's probably one of the number one reasons that they come and see me is weight loss. They're like, I want to lose weight. What I'm doing now is not working. Before I lost the weight and I'm trying it again two years later and it's not working. Well, a lot of the times, too, if you didn't keep it off, then it didn't work. (laughs) So I kind of try to just tell them it's not a diet. These are lifestyle changes that we need to to do. Kind of like with the mindset. It's like every day we have to, or we don't have to, but we we can choose to focus. Yes, we, we choose to focus on something good or not so good. It's always... You get to do it. You don't have to do anything. I think it is the same thing with our health. It's choices that we make. And the interesting thing is, you know, I'm excited about this topic as well, because years ago, probably over 10 years ago, I I actually did the study with Dr. Bergs for body types. And a lot of people know who he is with the body types. So it'll be interesting to see how some of these overlap as this is something that I'm not really familiar with as far as the the body, body typology, Um, How did this come about? So it'd be great to just kind of get some insight on that. And our guest today is Sue Ann Hickey. And, you know, we'll let her share a little bit more about her journey because she, uh, all of this, I think, has prompted her just how she works with with clients. Um, It's her own personal experience. And most of the time, uh, practitioners or nutritionists or people in the health and wellness field, it's because of their journey, something that happened to them that really has prompted them to maybe specialize in, in a field that um, really resonates with them. Just kind of like with you, it's now been you're no longer on any medication and you just it was as easy as, hey, then I need to just change my my thoughts. <laughs> right. But how do you do that? And it's the same thing with, you know, what we're going to talk about today with the body types because everyone gains weight a little bit differently and you can have two people follow the same eating plan, do the same exercise and get totally two different results. So um, I'm excited about having her on to explain why is that and why is it successful with what she has to offer her clients and also the mind component with it. So we can bring her on.
0: Hello, Suanne. Hi, Fernanda, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you for joining us today. Yes, and super happy f- to be yes. here, thank you. Thank you, we're super excited to be uh, talking about this topic and I'm sure that I can learn tons and tons from you just in the time that we're gonna be together here. But I want, I want to start by maybe you sharing a little bit about your story and how you got to basically do and specialize in what you do right now.
2: Yes, it's true. It's what, uh, what Dr. Linda was saying. It had a, such a huge impact on my life, learning about the body types, that it became my passion. So um, when I started learning about the body types, when I was studying to be a naturopath, my teacher was explaining she started with the thyroid type. And as she explained, like the personality, all the different things, I'm like, that's me, that's me, that's me 100% across the board. It wasn't hard for me to figure out immediately what my body type was. And she was telling me, you know, you need more protein than you're getting from, at the time I was a vegetarian. And I believe a plant-based diet can be like one of the healthiest diets that we can follow. But she was saying, you know, if you have more protein, especially at breakfast, you're gonna feel more balanced and better. So I was pretty stubborn. I'm like, No, (laughs) I don't want to do that. And I waited a while and but more I learned more, it made so much sense. So finally, I said, Okay, I'm going to make the changes. I started eating like eggs for breakfast and more protein and eating the right foods at the right time for my body type, and immediately felt Better. I wasn't as hungry. I wasn't looking for food all day long. My energy that had been like this up and down now started to be balanced. My strength and stamina just went way up. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I am never looking back. I'm going to eat this way for the rest of my life. I felt so much better. And yes, I was incorporating other things that I was learning um, in my trainings to be a naturopath, but I knew. That eating right for my body type was the biggest, like one of the most uh, important things that I've ever done to increase my health and well-being.
0: So, Sueann, what? Um, how many body types and what are they um, that that are that exist that are out there?
2: Yeah, so there's four for women and just three for men. Okay. So we distinguish. It has to do with the glands. Not that anything is wrong with the glands but there's thyroid, adrenal, pituitary, and for the woman only gonad, which has to do with the ovaries. And so the men have the three types, but not the gonad type.
0: Okay, okay. And then- So that's
1: interesting there. Um, as I was kind of reviewing some of this, I, I wanted to kind of unpack that a little bit because why can't a man be gonad- gonadal body type where there's a lot of men nowadays that are estrogen dominant? So what's is there some sort of connection? Like are do they kind of are they kind of lumped into another body type? Because I'm not really sure a lot about and maybe you can kind of dig into this about the body type diet, how it came about, because now we actually see men that actually have bigger breasts than women do. Yes. <laughs> you know, all the xenoestrogens, and then you can even see a man and he is a pear-shaped just like some of the women who are the gonadal body type. So why wouldn't, is there some change maybe in that or are they kind of lumped into a different one, a different body type?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's a great question, but I think really even if there is uh, so many xenoestrogens everywhere that are affecting men and women that um, the gonad body type is really just for women only. I think if men Gain weight, more lower body. It might be just that they're gaining weight everywhere. Um, they do. They might be an adrenal body type. Um, I was just checking in with some of Dr. Uh, Berg's video, which a lot of people know him because he looks at body types in quite a different way. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of his videos said, well, only women are the what he calls ovary body type, which for me is going at because only women have ovaries. <laughs> so um, and I mean, what happens also when I put my clients uh, on their body type diet, they feel so much better. They feel so much more balanced. And yeah, with all the clients that I've done, the men fit into the three body types, but not the, the gonad. Even the, the personality is is uh, not there for men either. So it's yeah, really only three for men.
0: And i want to just take a a minute and i will try to do this and see if it's possible to share my screen just so we can show the actual body types um so you can let me know if you see my screen i believe you see it now yes okay are you seeing the body types right there yes
2: they're a little small but
0: we see them Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So, this is what we were talking about, and this is what you were mentioning. I'm trying to make it a little bit bigger. Perfect. So, yeah. the adrenal pituitary thyroid and gonad for females, and then the adrenal pituitary and thyroid for men. My question here, and just by looking at the picture, we can kind of maybe see oh, you know, I look maybe more like this one, or maybe like that one. But aside from, from just how you think you look, what else makes you perhaps a pituitary or makes you gone at or whatever? Is it just literally the way that your body looks or is there more to it?
2: Yeah, no, there's way more to it in in determining a person's body type. And you can be completely thrown off if you try to look at the shape alone, because you can find some you know, gonad type might be quite tall and slim and it might not show very much that she gains weight more lower body. Um, so when I'm figuring out someone's body type, people always ask me that, how do you figure it out? I look at their food preferences. I look at their food cravings. I look at their personality. I look at their energy levels. Are they a night owl or a morning person? Um, I look at what ailments they're more prone to, that can really tell a lot. So it's really a whole global picture that I'm looking at all these different things. And then the body shape also, like what area do they tend to gain weight on? Yes, that can indicate part of it. But um, yeah, we can, people get confused if they look at the shape and they think, oh, I'm, I must be that type because I look that shape. No, you you might not be. And the other confusion also is some people think that something's wrong with a gland. So they think, oh, you know, I have hypothyroidism, therefore I must be a thyroid type. No, it's completely different. Um, you can have hypothyroidism and be any of the other body types.
1: So are there any lab testing connected with how you determine which body type a person falls under? Or is it strictly just conversational um, patterns that a person maybe see or that you see when you're uh, actually evaluating a a client?
2: Yeah, no, there's no lab tests. Uh, It might be fun if there was, (laughs) maybe my business would boom because people go, oh, (laughs) she's the expert. But it's really from doing this for quite a few years, uh, started around 2008, my practice. So From doing this for so many years i had i know like all the questions that i ask and the information intake form i give to my clients to fill out before we meet of all their health history um and as i said you know looking at uh, like what time do you get up in the morning how is your energy level when you wake up do you jump out of bed ready to take on the day or are you kind of slow in the morning um so all of these questions and i consult with them for an hour and a half on the first. consultation to figure out what body type they are. And there's some key
0: questions also (laughs) to pinpoint which body type they are. So you mentioned that the body types, uh, although they are thyroid or pituitary, they're not necessarily connected with the glands or mean that something is wrong with the gland itself. So why the names?
2: Yeah. So that's a, it means because that's their dominant gland. So for myself, I'm thyroid type. So the thyroid is the dominant gland. And the thyroid gland is kind of governs governs, um, the nervous system, right? So I tend to be more sensitive. I tend to have up and down energy if I'm not balanced. Um, I like speed, rapidity. Even the sports that I choose, I like speed. I'm kind of impatient. So all the things go with the thyroid gland, adrenal Uh, body type, their adrenal glands are the dominant gland. So how it works is when you eat the right foods at the right time for your body type, that dominant gland calms down, and the other glands get stronger. And that's what creates the balance. That's why it works so well. Um, Have
1: you seen that with a lot of what's going on now that maybe there's a lot of people that would fall into more of I'm, I'm trying to look here if it's the if it's the adrenal because uh, of stress. We're under a lot of stress, whether it's physical stress, chemical stress, emotional stress. That a lot of people, I mean, adrenal fatigue is just a symptom. It's not a uh, it's not a diagnosis. So a lot of doctors kind of poo-poo it like, oh, you don't have, you know, most patients are educated and they'll go to their practitioner and they're like, you know, doc, I think I have adrenal fatigue. And they're like, oh, that doesn't exist. But really in medical terminology, it's called hypothalamus adrenal dysfunction. So it does, it does exist. There's just, um, there's a disconnect there somewhere in that, um, we say in that circuit there. So do you find that there are actually more people that
2: are more of the adrenal body type no your body type generally is determined at puberty so that will be your body type people ask can it change yes it's rare but it can some women, when they go through pregnancy and give birth they'll say i like feel completely different now and they might have changed their body type but usually the body type stays the same uh, throughout our life so even yeah if the stress is there and like a gonad type might have an adrenal fatigue if she's pushing herself too hard um, the adrenal body type usually interiorizes their stress and they need to be very um, careful of that i just had a client this morning like you're going towards adrenal fatigue you need to calm down you need to take breaks you need to learn to better manage your stress you need to relax and we all do of course in this day and age when we're revving this high Mm -hmm. we have to learn to breathe and and bring our our uh, our levels back down our cortisol levels back down and manage that at the same time but one other thing i can give you to distinguish body types is it also has to do with our metabolism and so the eating plan goes along with that so say someone is kind of slow in the morning takes them a while to get going you know give me my coffee, leave me alone. That could indicate that their metabolism is low in the morning. So a small light breakfast could be perfect for them. A medium to light lunch and dinner would be the main meal of the day as that is when their metabolism is highest and that's when they're going to burn it off, burn off the calories most easily. So I've had so many clients that are trying to do the opposite because, you know, everyone says I need to eat a big breakfast and then I'm trying to eat a small dinner but I'm hungry all night long and then I'm snacking. So I'm like, yes, let's switch that. And they do. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I can have just a small breakfast. I'm not hungry at all. Usually they're not hungry in the morning anyway. Um, And eating a bigger dinner, they're not nighttime snacking and the pounds come off. So it really, you know, someone else that jumps out of bed and has a ton of energy in the morning, they might need a bigger breakfast than someone else.
0: That is uh, very interesting. And something that uh, stood out for me was the fact that you said the body type is determined during puberty, but it can change. It's rare, but it can. And you mentioned uh, pregnancy. What other events in someone's life, men and female, can make uh, the body type change if there's any other? I'm assuming it has to do with like a significant change in someone's um body but what what else aside from pregnancy
2: yeah i'm i'm not i'm not aware of any i mean usually when i'm consulting with my clients they're above puberty so their body type is there and i consult with them i haven't uh, i don't have like the research of going back and looking at uh, various people and if they've changed unless they tell me like oh before i was pregnant i ate this way and i felt good this way and now it's different so Um, pregnancy is the only one I know of really right now okay
1: so how was the body type diet or the the theory how was that how did that come about was that what was that based on
2: yeah so originally Dr. Beeler was a medical MD who started he wrote the book um forgot the name of it something if food is your medicine, something like that, in 1966. And he was a real pioneer, he recognized the overuse of antibiotics, the overuse of medication. And he was really a big advocate of helping, you know, his patients learn how to eat healthier. So he started developing that there was different body types and you know, different ways of eating for each type that would benefit the most. And then Dr. Abravanel picked up on that, another MD, in 1983. And he wrote uh, a book about the body types and distinguished that there were four body types for a woman and three for men. But, you know, in the 1960s and even 1980s, there was a lot of things we didn't know about nutrition (laughs) in those times that we do know now. So his, you know, Dr. Bravenel's diet plan was more... Like another diet, like let's do this restrictive diet for a certain amount of time. So then my, uh, one of my main naturopath teachers said, this makes so much sense, but let's build up on it. Let's like, make it even better. Let's add in all the healthy things that we know now about healthy whole grains and, and all the different things and make it into a diet that people can use long term for the rest of their life and let's build on a little bit of the different personality types and the different ailments that more people are prone to for each body type to help them avoid those those physical ailments uh, later on. So that's where it it really came from and developed.
0: So if you mentioned, if someone has a specific body type, they can benefit from different types of foods, different times of the days when they eat certain foods, what other changes uh, do you recommend in lifestyle and nutrition nutrition in general for someone with a specific body type?
2: Yes. So the gonad, also known as the pear-shaped body type, they're often the motherly caregivers. They love usually having children, or if they don't, they have their pets or they're very devoted to their work. And I'm often encouraging them to take the time for themselves because they tend to put themselves last. They're, they, they'll, they'll never change, which is wonderful. They're, they're wonderful. They are often nurses or massage therapists or therapists and, and uh, that's their passion, but how can they take the time for themselves as well and put themselves up a little bit higher on the scale of helping, helping others and helping themselves? So it's a lot about lifestyle coaching that I do. The adrenal body type tends to, as I mentioned, interiorize their stress. So everything they can do to better manage their stress, and and uh, you know, exercise, yoga, whatever they can, meditation, whatever they can do to keep their stress levels down. Um, my body type, beware of the the stimulants. Usually, a thyroid type will look for coffee and sugar and and all the things to spike us up <laughs> but there's always the crash so you know more protein less stimulants less sugar um keeping the carbs down to a minimum to keep us calmer and more balanced so things like that and there's even more uh, beneficial exercises that are best for each body type as well
1: so do you have a book coming out that's yes. going to explain all
2: this <laughs> Yes, we've been hard at work for almost two years. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, my publishing date is hopefully in the spring. I'm, I'm putting the last touches on it, and editing and re-editing and working with my writing coach. So, uh, do you I have t- a title for that? The main title will be Body Typology, and I'm working on the the sub the subtitle because. Yes, I do a lot of weight loss and yes, it works amazing for weight loss, but like for me and for so many people, it's also about increasing your health. And so I'm looking for the, the right tagline to show people that, you know, while it's okay for it's good for weight loss, but it's also good for for just so important to help our, our health be optimal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's exciting. They have a book coming out, so it'd be great and people can really dig into
1: more of each body type, learn more. And because I know it's such a broad topic to try to like jam into like, okay, if you're thyroid, if you're this one, this one, and this is this is what you eat, there's just so much to cover. But uh, exciting that you have a book coming out. And of course, they can also get some information on your on your website in regards to that. You know what I found that was really interesting. And I was mentioning this to um, to Fernanda that I mean, a lot of it with any issues going on in our life a lot of it also has to do with the emotional aspect of it and i know that you kind of you dig in pretty deep with the emotional in particular with a um with a different type of technique that maybe some people have heard of um, rtt can you explain a little bit about that because that is that is huge because People know what they're supposed to eat. They know what they're supposed to do, regardless of the body type, (laughs) that we should take more time for ourselves, that we should drink water, that we should get our sleep dialed in, that we should or get to um, eat healthier food and and choices. However, the, the mental aspect is something that many people tend to struggle with. And probably when they come to you, that's something that you get really dialed in with. So can you explain a little bit what, what the RTT is?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, as a bit of background, when I first started my practice to be a naturopath, and I found, wow, I have the greatest weight loss you know, or healthy eating plan ever. But then I noticed that it might not be long-term unless we address the emotional causes, unless we dug deep and help people heal the reason why they were emotional eating, the reason why they were binge eating or... Eating the wrong foods and and so, I was looking for something for quite a long time and then a friend suggested R T T, which stands for Rapid Transformational Therapy by Marissa Peer, who's mm-hmm. a, a therapist in England who uh, put together this whole um, way of working with people, and it's called rapid because you can help people heal in as little as you know three sessions. It's very powerful, so. It's just kind of helping people get into a really relaxed state so that they bypass the thinking, you know, overly thinking mind and get more into the subconscious mind where we can come in up with insights of, oh, you know, that happened when I was 12 and I took mm-hmm. this decision then. And I just held on to that thought pattern and those habits because that happened and then it's become familiar to me. So when we can kind of sit, show them, you know, you're not 12 years old anymore. It sounds silly, but you know, on a deeper level, you don't need to hold on to those things anymore when this and this happened. So we give them a way to release it and reframe it. And then um, at the end of the session with them, I make them a a recording using more of the words that they've uh, given to me of how they want life to look like when all this is transformed. And I make them a really wonderful recording using very powerful words. And they listen to that recording for about three weeks. And it's one of my clients said, It's like you took this negative black wire out of my head and plugged in a positive white one. So <laughs> I thought that was a good way of looking at it.
1: Do they actually hear? are they hearing the conversation that you had also with them just so that they kind of can go back and listen to like, Oh my gosh, I'm so negative. Or do do you give them that as well? I'm just curious because it'd be interesting to see if uh, when a person hears themselves or sees themselves and actually like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know I was acting that way. Do you also share that with them? So they can see the difference after you've kind of installed the, the positive
2: (laughs) they they could I usually don't uh, record the whole session but Mm -hmm. I do take a lot of of notes obviously and kind of reiterate back to them yeah like wow we hit on that right there you know when you figured that out Mm -hmm. that that's really the key thing that's happening right there that's one of the key thoughts that we need to release and you know I had one client say she had a lot of tears during the session because that can happen, mm-hmm. and she said, "In three years of therapy, we never touched on that." You know, mm-hmm. so like things can come up just because we're working with the subconscious mind that are it's very mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: So, is this why um, perhaps many times someone goes on a diet and they uh, try, you know, a different eating template and maybe exercise, and they are successful? in uh, their journey and then they get the way back and then they try the same thing again and then it doesn't work the second time around. Whether it's one year, two years, five years later, it's just not working and they're doing exactly the same thing. Could it be because of the emotional component or is there because they're perhaps not using the right or doing the right things based on their body type or what do you think is the, the factor that plays a role there?
2: I think it's hard to pinpoint to one thing. Yes, I think emotions play a huge role that most people don't maybe don't think of. They think I just need this right diet and if I can just restrict myself and do this for this amount of time then I'll be and get to that weight and then I'll be okay. And they don't realize how how it's such a huge role that their emotional emotional component is playing and, and that they need to heal that Another thing might be, yeah, doing something that's way too restrictive that they can do for a certain amount of time. And then after a while, it's like, this is too hard. And they start reverting back into their habits from before, because, uh, you know, it's not sustainable. That's why, you know, with my clients, I want something that it's easy for them to follow, and they can do it for the rest of their lives. Um, So those are the two main factors. The other things could be like, you know did they develop a thyroid condition is their liver congested you know how are their stress levels if the body is stressed it will hold on to weight so all those different factors can play a role as well
0: and i think one of the things also is the the perception or the image that they have of themselves and uh, i think that's something so important because if you consider yourself to be overweight if you have that image of yourself, Mm -hmm. then even if you do release the weight, if you don't release that label or that image of yourself, you are going to your subconscious mind, it's going to find ways for you to kind of just go back to what you think you are, who you think you are. Right. And so if you're always saying, oh, I've always been overweight, and now I lost weight, you're still considering yourself as always overweight. And so what you lose, you find. And so if you don't change that image, if you don't change that label that you're attaching yourself, and, and if you don't change that image of someone who's now in a much healthier body and someone who is in a natural, you know, it, it, it will be, it, you, it will come back to you basically, right? If you think that you're a smoker and you say, well, oh, I'm a smoker, but I want to keep quit smoking. Two weeks later, you're going to be smoking again. And so we always go back to that label, that thing that we perceive that it's true for ourselves.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I coach my clients on is I tell them, you know, when you're faced with a difficult decision, you're at a party, you know, you're at a gathering and there's the dessert you really want. Or, you know, you're more like sitting on the couch than getting up and going for a walk. You can ask yourself, what would a healthy person do? And each decision you have to make, what would a healthy person do? That comes from... James Clear in his book Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. So what would a healthy person do? And then as you keep on asking yourself that you keep you start becoming a healthy person and start thinking of yourself as a healthy mm-hmm. person. So yeah, it's so much around mindset and a lot around I find self-love, self-care, self-worth. All three have to be there. you know, so many of us feel unworthy. Um, you know, not good enough. And we have to heal that as well. That's a big premise of RTT and Marissa Peer is you are enough. You have Mm -hmm. to get, you have to get that you are enough. So I kind of
1: wanted to go back on that because you, you said something just a huge aha moment about it's an identity that people get stuck in and But with what you do with the RTT is so powerful because it's like you're working on their identity through their subconscious mind because you cannot consciously change something that's been in the subconscious. And that's awesome how you do that. That's like a bonus that your clients get with the RTT work because really it's like you're reprogramming them to have a different identity. And when they have that different identity, it's like everything else is almost like effortless so that's that's awesome that you're doing that i just really think that whoever works with you is they're getting like so, just so much more than oh just follow this diet or oh, just do this it's really digging into that a deeper layer so i just want to acknowledge you for that for just how amazing that is that you're doing and you're you're changing so many people's lives not just what they're eating, but unemotional. They're getting like an emotional release, so that's awesome.
2: Yes, thank you. I just, you know, I I needed to go further. I found like, like, no, this is. I felt this is not okay. I'm not helping them enough. I need another key. Where I miss, yeah. Where's the missing key? I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is perfect, uh, perfect uh, process to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, so Anne. How can people work with you? Where can people find you? Um, You know, what would be the best way for people to contact you?
2: Yeah, so my tagline is Body Typology. It's all one word. So it's pretty easy to find on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. (laughs) Body Typology is uh, my platform. And uh, yeah, any of those platforms, they can find my contact information. And uh, I have lots and lots of, Tons of free um, videos and trainings and things to read. My website is very elaborate, all kinds of things about healthy eating and you know, like helping migraines, hormones. Uh, so, yeah, they can check out anything with uh, bodytypology.com and bodytypology on any of the platforms. They'll find me. Wonderful.
0: Wonderful. Well, Anne, thank you so much uh, for giving us so much information today. It's been a a wonderful uh, time literally getting to learn so much more about health and how much deeper we can continue to go and how much everything really impacts because we are comprehensive human beings, right? From mindset to emotions to uh, lifestyle choices and everything else in between. So I... once again, like following what Dr. Linda said, thank you for for doing an amazing work and for being that comprehensive and, and really going going deep because it's needed. And, and people like you that are out there and really wanting to make a significant change from the root and really finding the cause and fixing the cause, especially like those deep rooted emotional causes, uh, it's it's wonderful. So thank you so much. And thank you for your time today.
1: And we're looking forward for your book to come out. So hopefully once your book is out, we can we can get you back on and um, excited about that and to just keep everyone up to date with what's going on with that. So thanks so much.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And yes, thank you for all you're doing and putting all the word out about healthy eating and healthy body and
0: healthy lifestyle. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And we will see you all next week. Uh, next week, the time changes correct? So it would be 3 p.m. Eastern time?
1: I believe so. Yes. Arizona stays the same. So that's all. I never change. Yeah, we'll stay
0: the same. But I think it's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Central for all of our listeners from other areas. So make sure that you uh, don't miss the episode next yeah. week and we will see you all there. Bye.
1: We'll see you all. Bye. You.
0: Bye. Bye.